Do you meditate? I was sitting in meditation this morning. It was my 1,887th consecutive daily session. And don't get me wrong with that number. Uh, sometimes I'm completely like terrible at it, whatever meditation is supposed to be. Sometimes I'm completely distracted. Uh, I've noticed recently the strong desire to just pick up my, my cell phone while I'm sitting in meditation. Um, and so I'm definitely not perfect. And sometimes that daily session is not even a traditional like sitting meditation session. Sometimes it's just what moment can I take out of my day to be mindful and to kind of pay attention? And I'm not a monk. I'm not doing this like as my life calling. I'm not some perfect enlightened being. I'm just a guy who was sitting there meditating this morning, thinking about how important it is and it has been for me. And so I grabbed my journal, which is a good thing to keep by your side while you're meditating. I grabbed my journal and I wrote meditation for ADHD copywriters. And I decided I would share that in today's episode because, well, if you're a copywriter, if you're ADHD, if you're involved with marketing, if you're an entrepreneur in any way, if you're whatever, if you're a human being, you'd probably benefit from meditation. And uh, certainly many of the human beings who are my subscribers and in my audience are copywriters and marketers and entrepreneurs. And so I decided to focus on, on you specifically as, as my audience. If you want more content like this or on marketing and copywriting and entrepreneurship in general, don't forget to like and subscribe. Of course, you can do that here. You can also go to my website, BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com and enter your email, which is the best way to get daily episode notifications and more exclusive content from me. That link is in the description. Let's dive in. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, uh, so today's episode is sponsored by me. I want you to check out the link in the description to training your subconscious success mechanism. This is a special training that I put together Knowing that how our brains and our minds are working has a huge influence on whatever success we're able to achieve in life. And if you have all of these subconscious and unconscious factors like bubbling underneath the surface and you have no control of what's going on and you're not open to communication with your subconscious, your unconscious mind, you're going to face a lot of struggles in creating success, however you define it, and in whatever field you are trying to be successful in. And so this training your subconscious success mechanism is about how to open up uh, what I think of as like a two-way communication with your subconscious, with your unconscious, so that number one, you let it communicate to you all those things that have been bubbling underneath the surface. And, um, and you're able to really process and deal with that. And number two, you communicate back with it to get it on your side, to help you live the life you want to live. And all of that is inside the Training Your Subconscious Success Mechanism course, which is part of my BTMS Insiders members library. The link is in the description. So let's dive into this meditation for ADHD copywriter. So number one, like what is meditation? Um, it's, it's a huge topic. There's lots of definitions of meditation and practices. You know, it, contemplative prayer, uh, which has been a tradition in Western religions for 
a very long time, contemplative prayer is a form of meditation. Uh, there's also more traditional sitting meditations, uh, which have the most, uh, like the strongest lineage in a lot of Eastern religions and wisdom traditions. There are things like walking meditations, movement meditations, Tai Chi, yoga is a type of meditation, uh, or at least it can be. It's, you know, some people treat it just like fitness, and that's, that's fine for what it is. Uh, but yoga came out of a meditative tradition. There's also been a rise recently in like somatic meditation, body work, like getting in touch with your body and all it has to communicate with you and to teach you. There's mindfulness meditation, which just focuses on paying attention um, to whatever, being mindful of, of the situation, the moment. Uh, there are mantra meditations. Transcendental meditation is one particular school of mantra meditation, but there are mantra meditations that go back for a very long time. Um, any kind of like focused attention, like there's there's all sorts of ways that people focus attention, whether it's on a candle or an altar or just something in their mind, or even something as simple as paying attention to your breathing, focusing on your breathing. Those are all different types of meditation and they all fall under this umbrella and they can all be extremely beneficial. The thing for me that kind of captures all of meditation, and this is based on, you know, obviously I've been doing it for a while and I studied meditation <laughs> and thought that it would be a good idea to do it for much longer before those 1,887 days. Um, the, the thing about meditation for me that is the, the, the strongest definition is having an intentional open awareness. Intentional open awareness. And so by open awareness, it's, it's recognizing that, hey, I don't need to like completely control the situation, right? It's, it's paying attention to what you are aware of, right? Paying attention to what has your attention, right? And so meditation is that intentional practice of sitting down and having this open awareness. And so much of the like the content of a meditation, whether that's specific movements that you're doing with your body or the breathing practices or mantras or prayers that you're reciting, like, you know, saying Hail Mary, uh, praying the rosary, that is a type of meditation. All of those things, all of those things that you could sit down and do as a practice as the content of the meditation they just provide something for your conscious mind to focus on. It's a point of focus for your conscious mind um, as your awareness kind of opens up to the moment. Um, and so, so for me, the best or the best definition around meditation is just this intentional act of sitting down with open awareness, whether you're trying to fill that with specific content or just sitting back and accepting whatever comes up in the moment. So what are the benefits to doing this? Like the, it, it might sound silly to just like sit down and pay attention to your awareness, right? But what are the benefits? One huge thing, one huge thing is, especially in today's society, especially with like all the technology and access that we have to all the world's information, our brains don't get much of a break. Our brains really don't. And 
the the unhealthy ways that we try to take brain breaks are things like vegging out in front of the TV or on Netflix or you know Disney Plus or whatever your streaming platform of choices or uh, even worse going on infinite scroll sessions, uh, mindless scrolling on social media, just getting that dopamine deluge of just constant new. So you don't have to think about all those things teeming in your subconscious, right? And I just went through a book called Stolen Focus, which on the surface is kind of about how to focus better, but uh, on a much deeper level is about uh, the challenges that we're having right now as an entire species. Um, and these are challenges that have been going on for 100 plus years uh, with maintaining focus. And um, one of the big points that was made in that book and that's backed up by scientific research is that our nonstop attempts to have focused thinking, like for example, oh, I'm gonna be productive for 10 hours this workday and I'm gonna stay focused like nonstop the entire time. It actually hurts our focus and it hurts our ultimate productivity. And taking breaks to let your mind wander, to give your mind space, increases your creativity and increases your quality output. And that could be measured by volume sometimes. Um, you can get more done in less time when you take more breaks. Uh, and by that, I mean brain breaks, not just like getting up away from the desk and having your brain focused on something else. Um, but also it, it, can, it can mean increased quality of that output. Um, so it's not necessarily more output, um, but it might be. Another benefit on top of brain breaks is uh, the example that, that actually started this episode. It can be a great way to generate ideas. It can be great for your creativity. And you might think, oh, right, but meditation is about emptying your mind. And to some degree, it kind of is, but that's also an impossible goal of meditation. Uh, you, you, you never empty your mind. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe some people have figured out how to empty their mind, but uh, for most of us mere mortals, you don't actually empty your mind. Uh, but what you can do is make it so your mind is not so grabby. It's not so sticky on, on different thoughts. So uh, for most of us, without this kind of intentional practice, we can get stuck in thought loops and just be stuck on the same thought, the same idea over and over again. And oftentimes they're negative thoughts. And um, what meditation allows you to do is learn to let that thought arise and let it go because eventually it is going to go. Um, and so in that process, as you're sitting there, as you're dealing with this stuff, one great thing to have at your side or have available is a journal. And you just kind of let, oh, I had this thought, I'm gonna write it down. And it's a way that you can let it go. And uh, what you'll notice if you do that is that your wandering brain has a million ideas. It's, uh, it's, it's been called the monkey mind um, in, in some Buddhist traditions. It's, it's this whole like chattering that's going on constantly, right? And you don't necessarily, like the monkey, the chattering doesn't necessarily go away, um, but it, it fades into the background or it becomes something that you don't, um, that, that you don't, feel as associated with you. You feel less and less like all these random thoughts are you and you 
are able to just notice, okay, there's a thought, there's a thought, there's a thought. And somewhere, sometimes in those thoughts, you have some really cool ideas. So for example, uh, in my journal, it was one of many things that I wrote down during that 20 minute session this morning. But one of the things that I wrote down was meditation for ADHD copywriters. And I knew that that could be an interesting episode. And here we are talking about it, right? So your mind will be connecting things as you're just sitting in meditation. And if you have a way to capture those ideas and then to let your mind move on, uh, such as having a journal or having some notepaper at your side, that can be a, a benefit of meditation. Now, maybe a bigger benefit that I think can feel a little bit harder for some folks to get into um, is emotional processing. I do think this is especially important for copywriters where you're trying to be able to connect with your audience. Uh, the first layer of this emotional processing that can come from meditation is you can get to know yourself pretty well. Uh, it's kind of easy in our life today to ignore ourselves, And by that, I mean like the internal, especially like the subconscious self, right? It's easy for us to stay distracted from the parts of ourself that we don't necessarily like by immersing ourselves in media, for example. Meditation makes it so those parts of yourself come to the surface. And uh, the way that you are able to deal with some of the darkness and negative emotions that may exist uh, because you were trying to reject those parts of yourself before is by just shining light in the darkness, shining light on the negative emotions and learning to accept that, okay, that's part of yourself too. And oftentimes the, the, the darkest of the dark and the most negative of the negative emotions only became dark and negative because you were rejecting those parts of yourself. And when you instead accept them, um, you, and by accepting those parts of yourself, you accept yourself fully. Your um, the stickiness of any kind of negative emotion that may arise uh, goes down quite a bit. In fact, oftentimes you're able to to say, "Oh, wow, that's a that's a feeling," right? And you're able to process those emotions in a way that is uh, much healthier and that is way less disruptive to your life. Now, I don't wanna say that meditation is like a cure-all or anything like that. I'm not gonna make those claims here. And you should absolutely get help if needed from a qualified psychologist, a therapist, somebody who can help you process things that have gone on in your life. Meditation is a great tool for bringing those to the surface. Um, and for a lot of people, that could be all you need. For other people, it may be something that you're able to do alongside getting help from a qualified mental health professional. So why meditation for ADHD copywriters, right? Well, uh, number one, because I am an ADHD copywriter. I got diagnosed at least. I feel like these days, even though it's something that I know, um, I know I went through a test and it said, okay, that was my attention. And I know sometimes some of the traits of people who are diagnosed as ADHD feel very familiar to me. It feels like it's less constraining on my life these days. So um, even though I've been diagnosed as ADHD, 
Um, you know, sometimes I wonder if I were to go through that same process again, if I would end up with the diagnosis. Maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't. Um, but what I found is as someone with ADHD, as someone whose job is to be creative and to be constantly doing this creative output, it's been extremely beneficial to me to have this consistent meditation practice. I have more focus. I have more control of, over my attention. I'm um, able to recognize and counteract my bad habits better. I'm able to develop good habits better. Everything becomes more intentional. Uh, I'm able to stay organized a lot more, at least in certain aspects. There's other aspects that make me look ADHD as heck, like you don't see it right now, but my desk is particularly messy right now. But uh, as far as organizing the specific work that I need to do uh, and making sure that I'm getting that done, yeah, that's probably as good as it's uh, as it's ever been or as, as good as it's been in a long time, especially when it comes to self-directed work. Um, and I'm, in general, just better able to use tools that are available at my disposal, like, uh, you know, any kind of thinking tools, working tools, management tools, self-management tools, project management tools, all of that. And another benefit um, tied to that whole emotional processing, um, a, a, another, another benefit specific to copywriters is I, I have managed emotional regulation a lot better um, and in a much healthier way. Uh, throughout the course of, of doing all this intentional meditation, I've dealt with a lot of negative emotion and I found a lot of like emotional centers that have been stuck in me, like stuck energy in my body. And I don't know how else to describe it, but I know that I recognize like tension being held in different places in my body. And I'm able to interrogate that to understand it, not interrogate in like a police interrogation way, but in a just trying to trying to understand it way. And uh, it's allowed me to release some of that. And as a result, it's now easier for me to manage emotional events because all the negative negativity that was stuck in the subconscious has risen into conscious awareness. Or not all of it, certainly, but a lot of it. Um, and now there's like open channels that when negative emotions arise, uh, they have a channel to follow to come into conscious awareness. So a uh, very specific practical example of that. I recently got some client feedback on a big project I'm working on in the middle of the project. It wasn't bad feedback. Uh, it was actually, it was like 95% plus great feedback. But there was aspects of it that I didn't necessarily like, and it made me grumpy for at least a moment. Um, and in the past, this type of feedback could have and actually has derailed me uh, for days, weeks, far longer than I would like to admit. That kind of negative feedback and feeling like I'm not good enough. Like that's, I think that that's the, that's the root of it. It's like recognizing, hey, this is making me feel like I'm not good enough because I didn't get this unrealistically perfect level of feedback. I felt like I wasn't good enough. And so I got this feedback recently and it did definitely derail me for a little bit. It made it harder to focus on the work for a couple of days, harder to find my groove again. 
Um, really though, it was just a few hours of work time and I've been able to get back into the project um, with intention and positive energy and made a lot of progress. And the reason that the reset has worked so well is because of my experience in, in managing all of these negative emotions in meditative practice, right, through time. And um, another major benefit is that when you get in touch with your emotions, it's easier for you to connect with your audience. So, you know, I, I don't know if you've heard this, but people who read fiction, and I've been one of those people who, who hasn't read a lot of fiction. Uh, recently, I've been trying to be much more intentional about it. Uh, people who read fiction have a different level of emotional awareness. And um, as copywriters, it can be extremely beneficial to your ability to connect with your readers if you read a decent amount of fiction. Uh, the same thing when it comes to meditation. When you're in touch with your own emotions, you're able to connect with your audience better. And I think one important aspect of this is that copywriters who can't deal with their own crap and get outside their own heads uh, are kind of stuck in that when they're trying to communicate with their audience. And if their audience is like this narrow audience that's just like them, that has the same crap that's stuck in their heads in the same way, sometimes that's actually super beneficial and, and it resonates really well. But if they try to, uh, for example, write to a slightly different audience or people who aren't dealing with the same stuff, their, their, their writing can feel very off and it's hard to connect. And so by, uh, by not being stuck in your own emotional mess, uh, it's easier for you to connect with your prospects. And, and a testament to this is I know many of the world's best copywriters, folks like Eugene Schwartz and Robert Collier and all these different copywriters throughout history, um, including a lot of more recent copywriters, have had some kind of interest in meditation and uh, mindfulness practices, that sort of thing. So um, I, I wanted to share with you the easiest way to start a meditation practice. Um, and number one, like this is going to be pretty simple. Uh, number one, sit down. Just sit down. Find a comfortable seat and sit down. Um, number two, start a short timer. Uh, you can use Insight Timer, which is an app. We'll talk about it a little bit more in a minute. Um, and, and you can set up a timer on there. You can just do a kitchen timer. You can do whatever. Uh, you can do a timer on your phone. Set a short timer, three to five minutes. Like in terms of starting a daily practice, it's way better to come back day after day. And so if, if you, you have to meditate for one minute just so you can come back every day and do it every day, start by meditating for one minute. Um, you know, I say three to five minutes. Most people can sit for three to five minutes without uh, too much of a challenge. I think a lot of my early sessions were four minutes. And then you can extend that later. But uh, in terms of the easiest way to start, we sit down, we, we start a short timer and then close your eyes. Just close your eyes and take three deep breaths. That's just, it brings your awareness to the center. It makes you focus on something. Take three deep breaths. You breathe in all the way down to like the bottom of your belly and all the way out from the bottom of your belly. And just start to pay attention. You, you start by paying attention to those three breaths and then you just let your breathing just do what it's going to do. And you can pay attention to sounds in the room. You can pay attention to feelings that your physical feelings that you're having in your body. 
you can pay attention to thoughts. You can pay attention to, geez, when's that time timer gonna go off? This seems like it's taken forever. Just pay attention to whatever is arising for you in the moment. Just notice. Don't try to force anything. Don't try to accomplish anything. Don't try to make your mind quiet. Don't try to make your mind quiet. Just pay attention to what your mind does. Just notice. And optional, like as you're doing this until the timer goes off, you can you can have a journal or a piece of paper next to you, a notepad next to you, and you can write down ideas. And what I like to do is I finish writing the idea and then I take another deep breath. And you have a fairly simple practice there and it can be extended through time and you can do lots of different things through time if you want to explore different practices. But that simple practice of just sitting down, uh, bringing your attention to the center with taking a few deep breaths and then just paying attention, that will get you the benefits of meditation. So if you want some tools to help with your meditation, if you're interested in starting this, trying this, um, one tool that I strongly recommend, the way that I've tracked 1,887 consecutive days, is Insight Timer. It is, um, of all the meditation apps that are out there, it is the one that gets that's the stickiest that people actually use the most. And you can pay them, but you have an abundance of access to content and resources on Insight Timer through the app that are completely free. You never have to pay to use Insight Timer, which is not consistent with uh, how a lot of meditation apps are structured. Many meditation apps give you, you know, seven days free, 14 days free, 30 days free, whatever, and then you have to pay to keep using them. Uh, Insight Timer has an abundance of resources as part of the app, and it's all free for as long as you want to use it, and you can get access to some more stuff if you pay. Uh, so Insight Timer has a timer, and you can just do a timer, and it can have some background noises and chimes that go off, etc. Uh, it also has a library of guided meditations where people talk you through, including some of the meditation teachers that I look up to most. It's got guided meditations from them or music. Uh, and in fact, I'll include a link in this uh, in the description of this episode. I even have one meditation track on Insight Timer. I'd like to put some more up there, uh, but it is a, a rhythmic music. Uh, it's a track called Helix. It's little over 18 minutes long, and I, I use it actually for pretty much every day's meditation. Um, so if you would prefer to meditate with music in the background, that's available on Insight Timer. There's just a huge library. And um, the other thing that Insight Timer does is it's kind of gamified meditation. You get stars for streaks and all of that. And it worked for me to keep me uh, coming back day after day after day. Another tool that I strongly recommend, and I've talked about it already, is a journal. Now, this is not taught as like a traditional meditation practice, but I believe it's an incredibly powerful meditation practice to have that journal at your side. You're, you don't have to sit and like crank out or like keep writing the whole time. But I believe any kind of journaling uh, where you're actually externalizing your thoughts, putting them on paper, is a powerful meditation practice. I like to use it as part of a sitting meditation practice where if I just have something in my mind, I can write it down. Um, I can just take that thought out of my mind and put it on paper. Uh, it helps me move past that thought. It also helps me gain clarity on different ideas that I'm having. And um, and it's consistent with, for example, my, my friend and client, Perry Marshall. Uh, he does 
what he calls Renaissance time, and he teaches this. And one of the major things that he recommends is having some kind of a journaling practice as part of your, your daily practice. And he uses it in very much the same way for kind of this open inspiration, open awareness, inspiration, just getting ideas out. And he said that many of his most powerful uh, ideas and inspiration for marketing and business have come in that, um, in that time, in that journal. And then the other thing you want uh, for meditation is some kind of comfortable seat or cushion. I have like a, a round meditation pillow. I also bought a meditation bench because sitting in half lotus position was uh, messing with my knee for a little while. So I have a meditation bench that has me more kneeling. You can just sit in a chair. Um, one important thing is that posture does seem to matter a bit when it comes to meditation. And so sitting upright, not leaning back or slouching in a chair, um, that can be, it can be beneficial, especially for opening up your airway and, and breathing deeply uh, to have good posture. And um, sure, you can do laying down meditation, you can do movement meditation, you can do walking meditation. And all of those are possible, but for most people, some form of sitting during meditation is very common. And having an intentional place to sit is great for that. So, you know, some kind of timer, like insight timer, that'll tell you, you know, how long you've been doing it or, or when time is up. Uh, a journal so you can externalize the thoughts and some place to sit that's comfortable that you can sit with a good posture is beneficial. But the main thing is, hey, just, just get started. Just set a timer and sit. You know, bring your attention to the center, maybe with your breath is a great starting point. And then just relax into that open awareness. Be intentional about relaxing into that open awareness and paying attention to whatever comes up. And uh, when you do that consistently and often enough, uh, you might be surprised all the benefits you start to notice. And if you want to be more intentional about, you know, how to kind of process some of the stuff that's going on in your subconscious, some recommendations that I have there. That training your subconscious success mechanism training is a great place to start. It's included with my BTMS Insiders training library, which most of it is copywriting, marketing, entrepreneurship training. You're paying one low fee like Netflix to get instant streaming access to everything that's there, including that, because becoming a better person will also make you a better marketer. Uh, so that link is in the description, as well as the link to my meditation music on Insight Timer. Uh, and, and so you can at least check it out. You can, you can stream it from their website, or you can follow me inside their app. Either way, uh, that's there and available to you at the link in the description. I'm Roy Firth, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Usually I talk more about marketing, copywriting, entrepreneurship, but... You know, today I talked more about meditation because that's what I was inspired to do. I hope you got a lot of value out of it and I will catch you soon in your next episode. See you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.